Hello and welcome to this episode of Fresh Word. Today, uh, you have me today, so I hope that's okay. My name is Pastor Aaron Pino. You might recognize me from the show, Las Vegas Unite. I'm the host on that show, and I'm good friends with the, uh, the, the station managers here, Julian Javier Moreno. If, uh, if you were in the studio, I'd say, come on, let's give it up for the Morenos. Yes, these guys are amazing, making it happen here in Las Vegas. But listen, even beyond me being uh, the host of Las Vegas United, did you know I also uh, pastor a church right here in Las Vegas, Nevada? The name of the church is Overflow Church, and we are in the northwest part of the valley, uh, Centennial Hills. We currently meet at the Centennial High School uh, Amphitheater, their theater there, uh, 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. And listen, uh, if you're looking for a church, I would love to be your pastor. I'm just going to put that right there, all right? Who's ready for the word today? I'm ready for the word today. If you were in my church, I'd say, who's ready for the word? And I know my, the, the, our, our wonderful church people, they say, amen, and they'd stand, and they'd clap. Uh, yes, we stand for the reading of the word at our church. Come on, somebody. The, one of the reasons why we stand to read the word of God in our church is because I believe what you honor and how you honor determines what will come back to you? Now, I'm going to give you a couple nuggets here before I get into my actual message, but I need you to understand this. What you honor and how you honor will determine what will be released back to you. What do you mean by that, Pastor Aaron? I'll tell you what I mean. Psalm says that God honors his word even above his name. Then you jump over to 2 Samuel. It says that God's word will not return to him void. So because God honors his word, his word will never come back to him without accomplishing what that word was sent out to accomplish. Hmm. Just let that sink in for just a moment. What you honor and how you honor will determine what and how it comes back to you. So uh, let's honor the word of God right here, right now. And so I want you to turn with me if you have your Bible. If you don't, that's all right. I'm going to read it for you. Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 13. Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 13. Uh, and I'm just going to read it for you. It says this. Now he, speaking of Jesus, was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold... Now, let me pause right there. Anytime the Bible says, and behold... Uh, or behold, the word behold right there is the Greek term for ideato, which means do not miss what is going on. Stop and look. So right here, whenever it says, and behold, the Bible is telling us, hey, pay attention. Pay attention. God is about to do something. God is telling you something. God is revealing him to your, uh, revealing himself to you in this way. So whenever you read behold, stop and pay attention. So here we go. And behold, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit for 18 years. Mm. She was bent over and could not fully strengthen herself. Verse 12, when Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, woman, you are freed from your disability. And the Bible says, verse 13, last verse, it says, and he, speaking of Jesus, and he laid his hands on her and watch this immediately, 
immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Mm. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word right here in this moment. And Lord, I'm asking you for every single person who is watching this, who is listening to this, Lord, may your word go forth and grab their heart, convict them, speak to them, reveal yourself to them, O Lord. And Lord, would you allow this word to bring strength and faith? Mm-hmm. Lord, we love you for we call it done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on, if you love him, would you shout amen? This is exactly what I would say if we we're in my church right now. And I know we're not in my church right now. We're in the beautiful CTN studio. But listen, I'm going to act like y'all my congregation, like you in my church. Come on, someone shout amen. 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 Listen, today I want to talk to you about walking in and receiving your freedom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Freedom. And can I put it to you like this friend today? I want to declare this to you. Speak this over you. Uh, Declare this over to you. Proclaim it over you prophetically. You are freed. Jesus wants to make you free. Free from what, Pastor Aaron? Free from worry. Free from lack. Free from physical uh, ailments. Free from mental and cognitive uh, disillusionment. Free from demonic oppression and possession. Come on, somebody. Jesus came to set the captives free. And so right now, I declare to you that Jesus wants to make you free. Amen. And so over the next several moments, I'm going to talk to you about that freedom. Y'all ready? Okay, I I heard you through the screen. I think you're ready. Listen, the first thing you need to understand in, in, in the freedom is this. And I love this about the story. It says that now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. Key number one, point number one is this. Jesus was in church. Mm. Now that makes me shout right there because I'm a pastor. And if I could tell you anything, friend, you need to get into church. Look, I believe that you are, you know, the, the whole saying, like I was in the right place at the right time. Can I tell it to you like this, friend? I believe it's time for you to get into the right place. It's time for you to get into the right place. Listen, church is a wonderful place. Now, look, church won't save you. Only Jesus can. But church is a place where God wants to come and encounter his people. And listen, there is something about gathering together with our brothers and sisters in Christ that can only happen corporately that you will not experience by yourself. Now, I know you might be watching this on King 17 right now, or maybe another way that you're listening or watching this. I'm not completely sure how that is. But listen, friend, if you are not plugged into a local church, get plugged into a local church. We'd love to have you at our church, right? But understand this. The main part of this point is this. Yes, I want you to get involved in the church. Find a great Bible-believing church that preaches uh, the Word of God. But even more than getting into a church, what I need you to understand is this. You need to get where God is. 
I believe if you are going to ever see the fullness of God's freedom manifested in your life, you need to get to where God is at. Mm, Let that sink in. Get to where God is at. Now, listen, I, I know as a pastor, I work with many different people and I interact with different people. And I was one of those different people at one time. And listen, friend, I remember growing up here in Las Vegas as a teenager. I went to everywhere that God was not. <laughs> we tried to find love and drugs, alcohol, the club, promiscuity, uh, Gambling, I mean, you name it, people try to find a thing and a place that will fill the the void in their heart. And so they go all around. And the reality is, is none of those things and none of those places will ever satisfy like Jesus Christ will satisfy. You might be watching this right now. And maybe you need healing in your body. Maybe you aren't a child. Maybe you haven't given your heart to the Lord and you're not part of the family of God yet. Listen, I want to tell you this. You need to get where God to where God is at. Find a church that loves the Lord, that loves the presence of God, that preaches the word. Our church is one of them, but there are many other churches, even right here on Fresh Word. We have amazing pastors and teachers that come on, get plugged into a church because the reality is this, the void that you're trying to fill in your heart will only be filled with Jesus. So you, my friend, need to get to where God is at because watch this when you get to where God is at that is where he will create the space and the place for him to touch you so I'm talking to you today about being free receiving your freedom freedom in your spirit freedom in your body freedom in your mind complete and total freedom the number one thing is this you need to get to where God is at amen amen The second thing I need you to understand is this. Jesus is not limited by time. Mm. I could just, I could shout right now. And you might say, why are you shouting? Because I, I understand that nothing and no one is too difficult for God. Nothing and no one is too difficult for God. So listen, friend, you might be here and I'm getting started early right now, but that's all right. You might be watching this right now and you might have had ailments in your body for 20, 25 years. You might be watching this right now and maybe you grew up in church. And you know what it's like to give your heart to the Lord, but you've been running for 10, 15, 20 years. Listen, I don't know what it is that you are walking through right now, but I need you to understand this. There is nothing and no one too hard for God. In this story, it says in verse 11, it says, behold, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit. Watch this for 18 years, 18 years. 18 years. That is incredible. For 18 years, this woman was bent over, staring at the ground. And I can imagine for 18 years, all she knew was the thing that she was in. All she knew was the dysfunction. All she knew was the pain. All she knew was the problem and the issue for 18 years. And can I be honest with you, friend? I know what it's like 
to have something in my life, even after I gave my heart to the Lord. Now watch me now to where I said, am I ever going to get rid of this thing? Am I ever going to overcome this thing? Listen, listen, listen. You might be watching this right now. You might be saved. You might, you might be uh, sick in your body, in your head, whatever. And you said, man, am I ever going to get rid of this thing? Am I ever going to overcome this thing? Listen to me, friend. Jesus is not limited by time. It doesn't matter how long you've walked through the situation. It doesn't matter how long your kids have been running around the streets. It doesn't matter how long you've been praying for them. Listen, Jesus says, I don't care about that. I want to touch them and I want to make them free. And what I, oh, I mean, it, it's what I love about this, which is so incredible to me, is Jesus is not intimidated by our issues. Jesus is not intimidated by the things that intimidate us. Woo. It's good preaching, Pastor Aaron. I think so too. God bless, God bless you. God bless you. Lord, we bless you in this moment. Listen, God is not intimidated by the things that intimidate us. Friend, the reality is this. Everything is easy for God. That drug addiction that you're walking through, that's easy for God. The sickness and the pain in your body, that's easy for God. The lost loved one who's been running hard every time you try to share the message of Jesus Christ with them, that, that's easy for God. Friends, God is not limited by anything. Nothing and no one is too hard for him. And listen, everything is easy for him. If you want to enter into your freedom, I need you to understand this. God is able. God is able to overcome what you cannot overcome yourself. You, you, you with me? Come on now. Shout amen if you're in the room. Yes. Friend, I want you to come to Jesus and let him touch you. All right. The third thing I want you to know is this. Jesus can do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Jesus can do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Don't believe me? Watch this. Verse 11 in this, in this portion of scripture in the book of Luke, it says that this woman was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. She could not fully straighten herself. The way that that was written to me implies that, I, that, that there were times where she tried to do it herself. Now, listen, friend, I could imagine this woman bent over for 18 years and she probably just said, if I could just straighten up and do it. I could see her walking over to the wall and trying to straighten herself up. I could see her going to the doctors and the physicians and the ones around her, the, the, the chiropractors of her day and say, can you do something with this? Can you do something with this? Can you do something with this? And listen, there was nothing that she can do that made it any better. Mm. So if you can imagine this, she's there. And she's tried for 18 years to cure her own ailment. And she even goes so far as to say, you know what? I don't know where else to turn. So I am going to turn and I'm just going to go to church and I'm going to go and I'm going to see what God is going to do for me. Now, listen, I love the fact of this story because this woman, even in her ailment, she still kept going to church. 
And I could imagine they probably prayed for her and tried to, to, to get her healed, but nothing happened. But one day, one day, all it takes, friend, is one day. All it takes is just one moment in the presence of God. All it takes is one encounter with Jesus. All it takes is just one touch from his hand. And my friend, everything in your life can change. You might be watching this right now. Can I encourage you? Can I encourage you? Jesus can do for you which you cannot do by yourself. You might be watching this and, and you say, you know what, I've, I've been addicted to drugs for all these years and I've gone to the rehabs, I've gone to this. And listen, I love the rehabs. I love the 12 steps. We, we help people with that in our church. I love all those things. But look, you might be watching this right now and you might have tried to cure it by yourself. Jesus can do for you what you can't do for yourself. You might have gone to every doctor that there is, and you might have gotten the, 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 uh, the doctor's report of the incurable disease, and you've taken this and you've taken that, and nothing seems to work. Listen, friend, Jesus can do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Mm. I like to speak to business people and entrepreneurs. We have them in our church. Listen, my, my business and entrepreneur friends, you, you might be there and you might have gone the ups and you're on the down. Look, you've tried to, to move things around in your business and you've tried to do this and do that. My friend, listen to me now as you're watching this. Jesus can do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Mm. That gives me hope. That gives me hope. Because it proves to me that what needs to be done, God can do it. It proves to me that I am ripe for a miracle. It proves to me that I am in the right place at the right time for God to do something miraculous on my behalf. So here's this woman. She's in there. She's bent over. Jesus is teaching. Jesus was in church. Yeah. And then Jesus comes along. Let me, let me go back to my notes. Jesus comes along and Jesus says, I don't care that you've been here for, for 18 years bent over because I'm not limited by time. I'm not intimidated by those things that intimidate you. And then Jesus calls out to her and realizing that she tried to do it on her own. Jesus can do for us what we can't do for ourselves. And then what Jesus does is Jesus, keep in mind, he's sitting there, he's teaching. And in the middle of his teaching, in the middle of him pontificating, I know that's a great fancy word for people. I try to sound smart every now and then. Uh, I am smart. Glory be to God. But listen, he's sharing the word to them. And as he's teaching, he sees her and he calls out to her. <laughs> Shows me that Jesus wasn't too busy for her. That Jesus was not too preoccupied for her. It says in verse 12, when Jesus saw her, he called to her. Friend, I need you to hear this right now as you're watching this, as you're listening to the sound of my voice. Jesus sees you and Jesus is calling out to you. I can imagine this woman 
being bent over for 18 years. She was used to being looked at, talked about. How could she not? She's bent over in society. That's not a societal norm right there. She's used to people looking and scoffing and whispering and talking about her. But one day she got to the presence of Jesus and she met a man that not only saw her, he called her. Mm, What an awesome God that we serve. Friend, I need you to understand this, that Jesus does the the same for you. Jesus sees you. He sees you in the midst of your pain. He sees you in the midst of your trial. He sees you in the midst of your struggle and he sees you. And my friend, listen, he wants you to be free. He wants you to have the breakthrough. He wants you to experience him. He wants you. He wants you. So he not only sees you, but he calls to you. And he's calling to you right here, right now. Isn't that so awesome? Friend, Jesus is not too busy for you. He is not too preoccupied for you. In the midst of everything that God has going on, he still sees you. And every finite detail of your life, he sees you and he calls to you. I'm talking to you today about what, what, what it means to become free because God wants you to be free. So let me recap for you. Jesus was in church. You need to get to where God is at. If you're going to experience the freedom of God, you need to get to where God is at. The second thing you need to understand is this, that Jesus is not limited to, to, to time. God is not intimidated by the things that intimidate us. The third thing is this. Jesus can do for you what you cannot do for yourself. And lastly is this. Jesus sees you and he calls out to you. Now, friend, I don't know where you're watching this from. But can I pray for you? Can I encourage you in this? It doesn't matter what you're walking through. I believe that right where you are at, whether it's in your living room, your bedroom, maybe you're uh, in an Uber right now watching this on your phone. I, I don't know. I know we have King 17 here in Las Vegas, C10 Las Vegas. Shout out. Woo-woo. Listen, wherever you're watching at, I want you to know this, that you can experience the freedom of God right here, right now. I want to pray for you and I want to encourage you. Lord, I thank you for every single person underneath the sound of my voice. Lord, and in the name of Jesus, I pray for them. And I'm asking for the freedom of God to be released to them right here, right now. Healing in their body. The people right right here, right now, there, there's a, uh, I'm going to do this. There's a woman watching right here, right now, and you have pain in your sciatic nerve. And it's a, it's actually on, on this side of your body, your left side of your body. There's pain going up and down that, that leg from the top, from, the, from your back all the way down to your ankle. Right here, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak to that thing, that ailment. And in the name of Jesus, I command you now to be free.
In the name of Jesus, healing be released to your body right here, right now, in Jesus' mighty name. There's another man you're watching, and you have been secretly addicted to alcohol. And there's been a time in your life where you've gotten free, and right now the people around you think that you're free, but the reality is is you've been uh, sneaking around, and it's beginning to grab a deeper hold in your life. Right now, I, I, I say to you, be free in Jesus' Jesus name. If, if I was in front of you, I put my hand on your head and in the name of Jesus, I command that spirit of alcoholism to loose him now and to let him go. Spirit of the living God, breathe upon his heart, breathe upon his mind right here, right now in Jesus mighty name. Mm-hmm. Last thing I'm going to do right here. And this might be for you. This might not be for you. This might be for someone you know. They might need to watch this, 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 uh, this episode here. There's a person watching this right now, and you've been suffering from uh, demonic oppression in your mind. And because of this, at night, you're not able to sleep. And I even see um, that you even see some of these things and experience some of these things coming and literally visiting you in your room at night. And as you experience this in your room at night, it's, it's a tormenting spirit that has been sent by the devil to keep you from the freedom of God and to keep you from your purpose that God has ordained for your life. Uh, it might be a man, but I'm kind of sensing in my spirit that it's a woman. Uh, I, 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 I'm just going to put this out here. You have blonde hair. It's kind of shorter, maybe maybe down right around your shoulders right now. If that's you, uh, even reach out to CTN and let, let us know that's you. But can I pray for you right now? In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to that tormenting spirit that has been robbing them from their sleep at night. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you now to loose them and to let them go now in Jesus' mighty name. Uh Uh-huh. You know who you are. You know who you are. It's a spirit of fear. It's a spirit of, uh, there's one, uh, the same, there's multiple people here, but it's a, it's a spirit of the fear of a lack, not having enough. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I curse you at your root, and I declare to you to loose them now and to let them go. In Jesus' mighty name, and Holy Spirit, we call upon you to breathe upon their heart, breathe upon their mind, and bring the comfort and the peace that is needed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, friend. I would love to personally invite you to Overflow Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in Centennial High School. The address is 10200 West Centennial Parkway. And if you need to experience God, if you if 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 you want to know what it's like to have the freedom of the Lord in your life, surrounded by a community of people who love God and love people, uh Come check out Overflow. Come hang out. Listen, I love you. God bless you. Have a great day. 